everybody. How's it going? Welcome back to Working at the Wheel. We are here for our fifth episode in our What's That Fruit series. Um, and today I've got some special guests here and we are going to talk about faithfulness. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to welcome um, my podcast team co-host for today's episode, Mr. Jackson Moffat. How's it going, Jackson? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Um, and then our two guests today are Addison Gibbs. Hey, guys. And Julia Walters. How's it going? Um, so like I said, today we're going to be looking at faithfulness, and one of the main themes that we've been trying to do uh, just to kick off this series of What's That Fruit podcast um, is defining what the fruit of the Spirit is, but also defining what it is not. So I'd love someone to kick us off by giving us a basic definition of what the Bible says faithfulness is, or just having faith in general, um, and then we can move into, okay, then what is it not? Uh, yeah, so I can um, just start from a verse. Uh, it comes from Deuteronomy 7.9. Uh, it says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is good. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. And so I think that just kind of says something about um, what God's faithfulness looks like to us. Uh, it says keeping his covenant, covenant of love. Um, so I would say it's just like trustworthiness, reliability. Um, God has that. Um, and that's, and that's, what is shown in his faithfulness for us. Yeah, I think like going off of that point, um, something really cool about the Bible is that it all works together. Um, the Old Testament has all these prophecies and um, like promises that God told his people. And then like through the New T Testament, you can see God fulfilling those prophecies. Um, and one that comes to my mind is Abraham and Sarah. And God promised that they would have a child. And even though it took so many years, he was faithful and he um, fulfilled that promise. And so that's just an encouragement that God will always fulfill all his promises. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point that you make, that even though it wasn't an immediate you know, result, um, Abraham had to be faithful to God for that and through that. And it, at, in, you know, in return, God was faithful and, and gave them a son. And so I think that's a good like kind of segue into like what faith, Faithfulness is not. Um, it's not like God is a vending machine. It's not this like f like financial like you know I ask and I receive immediately. Um, that's not what God's like plan for our lives is. He wants to to work everything's out all things out for our good, and sometimes that goes beyond what we think is for our good. Yeah, I think like um, faithfulness for us as humans, it's it's relying and putting faith on something that we know is steadfast and true, which which is God, right? Um, he never fails. He always keeps to his promises, just like we we're talking about. And it's, it's not putting our trust and desires in these um, idols of this world, of worldly possessions and desires of the flesh, because at the end of the day, these desires and these idols that we put up on a on a pedestal, they'll ultimately fail us. While God is the one thing that we can we can put our trust in through all all stages of life, knowing that He will always provide. Yeah, I think um, going off of both of those points, um, a verse that comes to my mind is 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. And it says that, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. And that's just such an encouragement to know that as Christians, because we have Jesus, we get to live as new creations. And um, part of living as a new creation is not following our old idols and desires of our flesh and so um, just taking on Jesus's yoke and living for him in every part of our lives. 
think another thing to note is that faith is not based on circumstances. Mm. Like if you are faithful because life is good right now and then non-faithful because it's not good right now, that's not what faith should look like. Um, and Hebrews 11 is a really big chapter that looks at faith in action specifically, and it's got a lot of examples about um, how the servants of the Lord have been faithful um, in practicality. And, and I'll let you read the full chapter by yourself, but I will read um, the first verse for you, and that is, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So especially when it comes to, like you were saying, Jackson, a steadfast thing that is God that we are putting our faith in, that's not something that we see in our everyday lives. So faith is not based on circumstance, and it's not based on what we can physically see, touch, and feel. Yeah, I think also going off of that point, I think it's really important that your faith is not like tied to your emotions because... Um, as you were saying, like it doesn't depend on circumstances. And I think like so many times we can be in these spiritual highs where we're very active and we feel that we're very on fire for the Lord. And then we can also have these points where we're just in a spiritual drought and we feel like God is not present. But I think it's really important to remember that the idea of faith is that it's constant and it's not changing and it's not based on what we're going through. It's, it's the one thing that remains constant in our life. Yeah, and I think, like, often when life is going great, like, it seems like everything's falling into place. You can feel like, wow, like, I did this, right? Like, mm -hmm. I really, mm -hmm. like, I worked hard. I accomplished this. But, like, at the end, and we, we put it all on ourselves, right? We we praise ourselves for yeah. being such a good mm -hmm. person or accomplishing such great things. But at the end of the day, that's when we should be, like, getting on our knees and, like, saying, thank you, God. Like, you are, yeah. you're so good. You're so faithful. Like, you brought me through the storm. You've helped me. You've led me in my life to get to this place, whatever it may be. And that's where we should be so, like, just in awe of our Lord. But that's when we often can be more focused on the worldly things that we've been doing, right, and not on our spiritual. I think that moves really well into our second point, too, where similarly the way that we've been kind of defining and non-defining these fruits of the Spirit, we've been talking about how God himself portrays these and how God does not ask us to do something that he's not able to do. So God, God is faithful, and God is the ultimate example of faithfulness. And I'd love to hear kind of any takes on that, any um, personal testimonies that you might be able to share in, in the ways that you have seen God faithful or the things that you've learned and seen the way that um, God has been faithful in your lives. I think um, a way that I've seen the Lord working in my life is just um, in periods of waiting. Um, I feel like I've gone through some hard times and. Um, times where I've, I've felt like God is not there. He's not with me. And I feel like I'm never going to get out of this like hole I'm in. Um, but I just find so much comfort in knowing that God is still working in those times. Um, and like my one of my favorite verses is 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9. And the Lord says, like, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. And so, like, therefore, we can boast about our weaknesses um, so that Christ's power can rest on us. Um, and just, like, such a comfort to know that the Lord is still working even when we are in periods of waiting and he is still faithful in those moments. I think, um, I think there's a lot of ways God reveals his faithfulness to us, just in, like, the mundane. Um, and it's kind of up to us to really recognize that. Um, just, like, I, I honestly think of, like, little things. Um, like, this summer for me, um, was a really like fruitful time. Um, I just spent the summer working 
five days a week and then um, interning at a church in my hometown. Um, and it was like pretty, you know, the same thing every week. It was pretty boring, pretty like lax. But I was like so blessed to have like people in the church that were like building me up um, and also just like working, um, making money so that I'd, you know, have money to, to pay rent and things like that. Um, God like proved his faithfulness in that. Um, and that's something that, you know, like Jackson said, like I could build myself up and be like, oh man, I worked so much. I like made so much good money um, and it was all me. But no, it's like God provided me with that, um, the job, um, the internship, all those things. Like that, like, that, that was not of my own doing. Um, that was through his faithfulness that I was able to, to um, just persist in that. Um, and I think it's just like recognizing that um, in like, even like, like daily things like, Getting, getting you up for the day, um, letting you go about your day. Being blessed to be a student um, at, like, a good university um, and get to, you know, work and, and live. And, like, we're so blessed with all these things. Um, and it's through his faithfulness that we get to have those things. Um, but I think too often we, get, we forget that and we just kind of lose that mindset. Um, one word that came to mind when you were talking was the idea of greed and, like, the older we get and the more that we live in this broken world, we start to feel entitled to things. We start to feel entitled to wake up every morning. We start to feel entitled to go to this, you know, great university. Um, and that entitlement directly goes against faithfulness because then all of a sudden we're asking the Lord to do these amazing big things that he wants to do for us and he wants to show us his love for us but at the same time we take for granted the little ways that he's already affecting our lives and the little ways that he has already been faithful and then we sit there and accuse him and say you're not faithful you're not doing the things that I've asked you to when like you said it's something as simple as waking up in the morning going to school you know spending time with friends that is him being faithful yeah and I think like a part of the way to experience this faithfulness is truly like living our lives with an open heart and open mind to be called where God's calling us, right? Because if we live that way, God's going to call us to to do certain things. Like uh, for the summer, I felt called to go on a mission trip, right? Um, I know money was a problem. I was scared about going out and like evangelizing people. I was scared about um, meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Overall, just an intimidating thing, but I knew that God called me. Mm-hmm. And then a verse that really helped me was Romans 8.28. Um, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, he calls us to do these things. And it's through those that like I saw my most insane spiritual growth this summer. And just by relying on God and just trusting him, like he was so faithful and he showed up in so many amazing ways and providing just like Addison was saying, like he provides. Right. And that's not because of what we're doing. He provides because He's a faithful and loving God. Yeah, I think um, just like from everything that you guys have been talking about, a word that really comes to my mind is surrender. And I think that that is kind of tied to faithfulness and just like surrendering our lives and our plans um, and what we think is best and letting God um, show us where he wants us and being planted where he's rooted us. And like sometimes it can be difficult because we just are like, well, why am I in this season? Like, I, I just feel so mundane. Like, I don't feel like I'm living for the Lord, but we actually are living for the Lord, even in those mundane times, because 
we're doing what he wants us to do. We're doing the work that he set for us. Um, so yeah, just being planted and grateful even in the mundane times. Being satisfied with the Lord has put you. I mean, I think we can all agree that we could have it a lot better, but we could also have it a lot worse. And trusting and having faith that the Lord has put you exactly where you are on this earth for a reason. And like you said, surrendering, trusting, and leaning into that and listening to the call, like you were saying, Jackson, of where he wants you to go next is what is going to help you continue to develop that faithfulness in the way that the Lord is already showing you that faithfulness. Yeah, I think um, in terms of like who's modeled faithfulness, um, uh, my grandfather recently passed away and like he was a Christian teacher for his whole life. Um, He died at the age of 89 and he just modeled that in his life so well, just like faithfully working for the Lord and having so much joy in everything he did, whether it was staying up late to great papers or directing the music for his um, school. He was just so faithful and he always wanted to let Christ be magnified more than himself. And that's just such a amazing model of faithfulness and just, you know, full surrender to the Lord and giving 100% to him in everything that you do. Yeah, so to kind of summarize what you were saying, I think, uh, how do we reciprocate the faithfulness that God shows us? Uh, I think you hit it on the head, Julio, and like, we just want to live our lives in a way that gives glory to God, um, and um, just to be good stewards of the life and the things that we've been given in this life, um, to use it for his for his. And I think to build off of that, you said the reciprocation of the faithfulness that he shows us. I think it's important to note that even when we fail in our faithfulness, his faithfulness does not disappear. Um, 2 Timothy 2.13 says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. And I think that's just a statement of hope of we can try to be faithful as possible and it should be something we want to do for the Lord as a fruit of the Spirit. But at the end of the day, when and if we do fail, the Lord himself and his faithfulness is not going to fail. I just think like that's such a comfort to know that like even when we mess up, God is still faithful at the end of the day. Like we don't have to be perfect. Um, I think that sometimes in Christianity there can be this like idea that like we have to be perfect in everything that we're doing like it has to be all for the Lord and like we have to be 100% all the time and the reality is that we fail every day we don't live for the Lord every day we do give in to our sinful desires but you also should remember that it's okay and the Lord still loves you and he still has sent his son to die for those sins um, and he is still faithful even in those moments of um even in those moments of failure, so. I think we also look at faithfulness in terms of relationships. If we're talking about having a relationship with the Lord, faithfulness comes when it has to do with commitments and showing up as something simple as that. Um, So I think the next part that we wanna move into is how practically do we live out this faithfulness then? Um, Not only to our relationship with the Lord, but also with our relationship with others to glorify his name in everything that we do and to continue to build those relationships on his foundation. Yeah, I think like um, 
it's it's a powerful tool for us when we witness to peers who aren't believers. Like um, the quality of being faithful is truly admirable, admirable, right? And it's desirable. And if we can, we can, when we make plans with people, we we um, we admire those plans, mm-hmm. right? Um, if we're in our relationships, we're not constantly making plans, saying, "Oh yeah, sorry, I can't make it today." It's it's by living out a faithful life to friends that they can see. Um, like for example, um, this morning, me not wanting to get out of bed to go talk on a podcast, <laughs> um, but had to show some faithfulness there. And let me say, Addison, you're you're saying a lot more than that worship 101 episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. Welcome you, back. Yeah, if if the listeners have not listened to that one, um, <laughs> worship 101, you'll hear me talk like maybe two or three times. I three say. sentences, I think. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Yeah, go listen to it. It's kind of funny. But that's faithfulness. I mean, not everyone is comfortable showing up and talking on a microphone. Like, and that's something that you heard the Lord say, no, I want you to do this. So therefore, you showed up in trying to live out faithfulness to a commitment, um, but also to a group of people that are on the podcast with you and also to a group of listeners. It's faithfulness um, and seeing through that commitment beyond what you can probably initially think. I think... um, I think the theme that we're kind of um, talking about is just like faithfulness and commitment and scheduling. Um, I think especially as college students, it's so easy to fill our days with all these things that we have to do, all these clubs, school, you know, just taking care of ourselves. And it can become overwhelming. And it, it's easy to think, oh, like, oh, I have to make time for God. Like, this is a thing I have to do. But I think it's really powerful to look at it more of, oh, I get to spend time with the Lord. I get to do these things for the Lord. Just changing our attitudes about how we think about it, I think that can really shift our mindset and just um, really bring us deeper in our relationship with God. Yeah, and I think, like, it's also important to realize that, like, the devil hates faithfulness, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I know um, oftentimes in my life I may feel called to do something, like, um, like, come on this podcast, right? And then... (laughs) And then while I'm waiting for that, while I'm ap- approaching that, that deadline, like, that's the devil working inside me saying, like, oh, you're not prepared for this. Like, oh, just don't do this. Oh, oh say, say you're sick. Make an excuse like that. That's the devil, right? He, does, he doesn't like he doesn't like God. He doesn't like God's faithfulness. He doesn't like us being faithful to God, right? And so when you have those second thoughts um, in those instances where you feel called by God, like, know that know to like rely on the word rely on prayer and rely on god in those moments because maybe he is calling you to go on a different path but like oftentimes the devil may be just trying to stray away from that yeah he doesn't like when we witness to others for god like you were saying you you mentioned the word witness in one of the things that you said previously um and i personally love that word because as a witness, we that's a great encompassing term when it comes to living every single day in every single situation for the Lord, um, is we want to be a witness for other people to see the Lord in our lives. It, it's almost like living our own testimony every single day, um, and that's just a great word to encompass that. Yeah, I think one theme that I'm just seeing from all these conversations is, like, once we have faith, like, what is the next step? And I think that a verse that really encompasses that is Matthew 28, the Great Commission. Um, And God's just telling us to go and make disciples of all nations and teaching them everything I have commanded you. Um, 
and like he will always be with us in all those endeavors but just faithfully seeking out ways that we can fulfill that great commission i think that that's also like really important aspect of faithfulness for sure and i think thinking back to last year when we decided to kind of start this podcast we looked at crew's motto of win build send and we said okay we've got the wind down we've got the send down where's the build um and we kind of said that this podcast was going to be a huge part of that build and i like what you just said when it's about okay now that we're closing the end here and we've listen to this whole thing, what happens next? Um, and practically, it's the send part. It's the Great Commission. It's, it's the witnessing. It's the living every single day, giving glory to the Lord in everything that you do. And when it comes to moving forward, we are going to move forward into our reference minute. Um, so if you are a first-time listener out there, this is time for our guests to just plug one of their favorite references, books, podcasts, preachers, sermons, anything that has helped them in either this topic or in their faith walk in general. Um, So with that, I'd love to hear any references that you guys are able to provide our listeners. Yeah, um, right now I'm actually reading a book um, by John Piper. It's called Don't Waste Your Life. I was going to say that. It's so good. (laughs) No, wait, I was going to say that. Were you going to say that? Ah, don't have one. He just has so much truth in that book about how we... (laughs) translate faithfulness into our actual lives in like practical ways and it's such an awesome book and I would totally recommend that you guys read it um but yeah so that's what I've been reading recently uh yeah I would definitely second that I read that book over the summer it's it's a really good like reminder of how to be a good and faithful servant so you can get to the end of your life and say or and 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 have God say to you well done my good and faithful servant um, yeah, really, really would recommend that book. Um, just want to plug the podcast, Working at the Wheel, um, one more time. I know I did it earlier. You did earlier. the exact same thing on <laughs> 101. I distinctly remember it. Yeah. I was like, but I mean, no. this podcast, and I'm like, you're on the podcast. People are listening but to yeah, it. They're like, but yeah, okay. maybe they're listening to, the, to this episode. Fair. Who knows how many they've listened to in the past. I'd say, what, are there 30 of them? Counting yeah, this about, one? This, yeah. this yeah. is number 30. Yeah. yeah, so if you haven't listened to all of them, definitely do that. Um, some good stuff on here. And relevant, you know, to, to us, um, UW-Madison, Edgewood, MATC students. Um, so definitely um, working at the wheel. Uh, I think our podcast team do, does a great job um, getting people um, that, are, that are, you know, in the crew movement, um, but also just have some good knowledge um, to share. And then lastly... Uh, I'd also just say, get in the Word. Um, be reading the Bible, even if it's five minutes, you know, every day. Just be in the Word. Um, be learning about God and, and who He is. Yeah, and I'm not much of a bookworm, but more, <laughs> more of a challenge for you guys is one thing I like to do is, like, every morning, just, like, in your morning prayer, your morning quiet time, whatever, just pray, like, just God, like, use me today, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, God just use me in whatever way you want and like it's it's scary right it's a scary thing to pray because like often you're like oh it's nice to like say that um but like when it actually comes down to like i don't know if i should do it like whatever it is but like because god listens right and he he will give you an opportunity right and like so many times in my life i've prayed that then i'm like wow like god you just you just did that right and um like it's scary but as good and faithful servants we're called to just like say god like just take over my life right mm-hmm. um let him go into the driver's seat and just um 
it's it's scary, but it's a lot of fun, right? Um, and so I just encourage you to just be um, more open to hearing God's calling throughout your day and um, not push your evangelism or your Jesus or your witnessing side of yourself to um, the crew or to Sundays, but make it really a part of all of your life with your roommates and your classmates and yeah. everyone you interact with. That's awesome. Yeah. And thank you guys for being here so much today. Um, I thought this was a great conversation in terms of talking about faithfulness specifically as a fruit of the Spirit um, and how we can take example from the Lord and then live that out in our everyday lives. So um, we're still continuing this series through the next couple weeks, looking at um, the rest of the fruits referenced specifically um, in Galatians. Until then, that's it for us here today on Working at the Wheel, and we'll see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Peace. Bye.